folks. We're back. And it is Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host, who? It's Radio Strongman. Can't wait. I am coming to you live from WYAB 1039 FM. Well, <clears throat> I am back. I had a little short, I don't know what is it, flu or whatever. Kind of knocked me for a loop there. My, what is it? Uh, pulse rate went went up, and then I had the chills and didn't have anything. I did have some aches and pains. So I guess took the Tylenol and all that there, and then went to see Doctor Quinn, and he gave me the Dextran, Dextron, whatever it is, shots. And so I'm feeling a lot better right now. Woke up had had the aches and pains. Got on my yoga roller and mat and rolled out some of those aches and pains. But I'm feeling better right now, folks. Uh, I want to thank Al Ramsey for stepping in in the nick of time. And, uh, folks, the reign of tyranny from Alan Ramsey's over <laughs> one day. No, thanks, Alan, for coming in, man. Appreciate you so much. All right, folks, we're going to uh, we're going to be having David L. Archie come in uh, at, the, at about 425 thereabouts. He'll be coming in here. We'll uh, get with Dave. And uh, he's going to give us an update what's going on with the Hines County Board of Supervisors. And... Uh, and, and we'll go from there on that. But right now, it is until our guest calls in. We have a sponsor calling in, and they want to give us an update on some of the things they're doing over there. And uh, But while we're waiting on them to call, I just want to touch on a few things. Uh, since I was out on Wednesday, uh, I didn't get the follow-up with my uh, uh, Rowan Middle School thing. And uh, I just want to point out to folks, th- this is what you – I want you to start making this observation. Whenever you see old gray-haired men like myself, out there talking that black talk, when they're out there statting those, uh, uh, spouting those stats about uh, the percentages of minorities and doing this and the gap between uh, white dollars and black dollars and all that, I want you to listen. I want you to listen closely. It's all rhetoric. It's, it's the same rehash of crap we've been saying since 70, 80, 90, since the 90s. It's the same thing. It's a bunch of abstract ideals that they cannot construct into reality no matter how hard they try. But they know there's something wrong, and it could very well be. But see, that's the whole purpose. This is why, you know, when I hear people talk about all the degrees you're bringing to bear on, on a problem, the degree tells me, <clears throat> excuse me, infers that you should be able to bring that knowledge to bear on the problem. And we're not, a- we're not able to get that done. I don't know to some you some of you will say, oh, you just dropping salt and all that. Dude, really. It's called being competent. And uh David L's gonna be coming in later on, uh, and we're gonna talk with him and he's gonna uh, uh bring us up to date on what's going on with the CARES Act money. And uh he's got uh, uh go to Hines County, uh Hines County's Facebook page. And they got an announcement today where they're where, where they have solidified the uh, economic development program for Hines County. Folks, when you listen to it, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. that they. I mean, and they're slamming it down like dominoes, like it's the big joker in a, in a game of spades. And they're bringing the same. I'm about, it's a horse. I'm talking about the very same things. And then now they're partnering with a, 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 a local entity. Folks, look, you you would get the impression that I'm against all that. No, I'm not. Dude, when do you guys adjust? When do you do some uh, uh, some self-checking, some some introspecting, some 
some after action reports to find out what worked and what didn't work. Why do we do the same? And see, this is the reason why the black communities in a financial strap all over the country, because we do the same stupid stuff. We haven't had a new idea in year. And the reason why we haven't had a new idea? Because of old, gray haired, white haired black men and women like myself. We won't leave the stage of life. We won't let any new ideas percolate. We're just sitting up there holding a spot. We don't do anything different. Have you, I, I want you to think about something. Many of you guys been to Beale Street, right? In, in Memphis. And every city pretty much has a little area like that. And we got Fair Street here in Jackson. When you walk up and down what was Fair Street, how many、uh, daycares do you see, former daycare buildings do you see down there? How many community centers do you see down there? I think that church has one. What is that, the、uh, United Methodist Church or Fair Street? One of those churches down there. There might be the United Methodist. They have a community. Well, it's a community center now. I don't know what it was back in the day. Probably just a life center. But when, when you think about all these areas, Black Wall Street and all these, you know what they didn't have? They didn't have community centers, they didn't have free daycare places. And when you put on the Ritz, when you go spending your hard earned lucre that you made, you want to take your, your, your bride or your husband or your family out to a nice dinner, where do you go? You go to those areas of the town. You go to those areas of the county. You go to those counties where they have very few community centers. Think about it. You may think, okay, what? Where are you going with this? What sense does that make? Is that him? Okay.、Uh, what sense does that make? Because Fair Street, Beale Street, and all these areas where you like to go when you want to floss, when you want to have a good time, when you want to go to a nice restaurant, you don't see the community centers. You don't see those self help organizations popped up on every other, every other building on a, on a block. It's how we see the world, black folks. And it's only been our generation that's been off. That's what Jesse Jackson's role was, was to take us off point. Us off point. I'm going to delve into this more when Dave gets here, but let's go to Rodney. He's pressing for a question here, a comment. Hey, Rodney. Hey, Kim, what's going on, brother? All right. Uh, look, I, I, was, I hate to change the subject on you. Go ahead. But I was just curious do you have any idea? Of how much money Chuck Way got kicked back from Richards on this trash pickup deal? It's only rumors. Nobody knows.、Uh, you know, it's only a well, rumor. Yeah. I, I can tell you, I live in South Jackson. And、uh, of course, I, I take your advice. I'm strapped down in Jacktown all the time. There you go. And,、uh, but we've gone, in just this one month, we, our trash is supposed to be picked up on Wednesdays and then on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And this is the second time that we've had to go over a week before our trash is picked up at all. It's, it's, I don't know what's going on with them, but they, the city's trashy enough without garbage being laying out on the street, you know, piling up. Sir, sir、uh, I don't think you have a full appreciation for black economic development, sir. <laughs> well, 
I don't, I don't think we didn't say it was going to get better. We I just think it's about democratic economics. <laughs> well, it is, but I mean, this is all a minority contract、uh, set aside kind of crap that they got going、yeah. on. This is what you get. You don't get, you don't get better, you get black. Yeah, well, I, we never had a problem with waste management. I don't understand why they've done this. I figure it's got to be money. You know, it's got to be money going into somebody's pocket so they could get that little, you know, kickback on them. Mm. But、uh, I didn't want to pass that along. I, I'll let you go. I know you got a phone interview coming up. All right. You、man. have a blessed day. All right. Well, folks, All right. you should have never let on that you were happy with、uh, the city services、uh, provided through waste management. You should have never let on. Because one thing a black politician is not going to let you do is be happy. Oh, hell no.、Nah. We got to mess this up, bro. I'm sorry. We got to do it. We're going to make it black. Whether it works or not, ain't the point. Because, you know, like I said before, if you go to Hines County's Facebook page and you listen to Cordell,、okay. Bobcat, Vern Gavin, and this Bill Bynum guy talk, all they're spouting is all these statistics. Folks, I keep saying if everybody who s a y they care about us, care about the problem, care about the poor, care about blacks and yada, 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 if they actually care, we would see a change in the problems. It's a hustle. It's their job. It's what they do to, provide, to put food on the table for their family. If you get anything out the grind, it's because they have to put something out there. Because if they could take every dime, they would. Now, we're going to watch Hines County roll out this economic development program. You know, I noticed the thing about Hines County, they're going to do the same thing as Jackson Public School Board. You know, when you watch their meetings, They always vote to give some former educator or group or whatever to money to lift the uh, 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 educational uh, excuse me, horizons of uh, uh, deprived, underserved. You know, they always got the adjective for them, you know,、uh, girls and boys and yada, yada, yada. And,、uh, And then they spout the credentials of the person running the program. Yeah, he was a, he was a principal at Joe Blow Elementary School in、uh, for 40 years. And that school been at the bottom for 40 years. But he's going to come back and fix it. Okay. But what you never hear when you watch the, the reruns, I mean, the uh, uh, replays of the Jackson Public School Board, you never hear them taking a, a, a segment of that program to go over the programs that they had lent money for. Or made money available for to fix folks, we never get the results. You notice that? It's going to be the same thing with this economic development. Is that okay? We got all right, folks, with no further ado, using the full weight of my local influence, we have, re, we have uh, uh, retained the works of Mr. Paxton Rooks. Hey, Mr. Rooks. Hey, Kim, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Oh, it's a, it's a busy day at Rebel Hardware, but, but I'm doing great. Yeah, me too, brother. Life is, life is good. Life is good. Life is good. Absolutely. Well, what you got going over there at Rebel Ace Hardware? Tell us、uh, on your latest deals. Man,、um, let me tell you about an event、um, that we've got going on this weekend.、Um, Traeger、uh, and Rebel partnered together to、uh, put on our first outdoor cooking competition.、Um, So, Traeger is sponsoring the event、um, from 10 to 2 tomorrow.、Uh, we're doing for the first time an Iron Chef style 
cook-off event um, at the store. Uh, we've got five teams signed up so far. Um, they have no idea what they're cooking. Uh, but the goal uh, of this competition is to show the true versatility of the Traeger. Um, they're going to they're going to prepare uh, a protein, two sides, and a dessert all on the same grill uh, in under two hours. Um, the winner uh, is going to win a Traeger Pro 575, one of their latest models uh, of grills. It's going to be. Lots of fun for the family to, to watch and kind of see the Traeger in action, um, you know, how it works, what it does, how awesome it is. Um, we'll have the Traeger reps on site. Uh, they'll be cooking food. Um, it, it's going to be a, a great time tomorrow. We're excited about it. It sounds, it sounds great. Now, tell us a little bit more about this Traeger, uh, the product. Yeah, so uh, the Traeger um, is a line of uh, wood pellet grills, mm-hmm. um, extremely easy to use. Um, a lot of our customers that uh, that have Traegers have had charcoal grills in the past or gas grills. Um, you know, gas grill, while it may be easy to use, uh, you lack flavor uh, in the fuel in which you're cooking with. So right. natural gas and propane don't have a whole lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. Um but the pellet grill um, is actually burning real wood at the bottom of the grill, and it's as easy as using an oven. So turn it on, tell it what temp to go to. It lights itself. It maintains whatever temperature you want it to maintain, 165 degrees up to 500 degrees. So I can, I can smoke, sear, bake, roast, um, you know, Many, many things that I used to do in my oven, mm-hmm. uh, I do on my Traeger grill now, uh, literally, uh, because I can control the grill from my phone, so it gives me the freedom to walk away, enjoy my family, enjoy my day, you know, go play 18 holes of golf while the brisket's cooking, mm-hmm. um, and I can monitor everything from my phone, um, so I've got true freedom to walk away from the grill, and when I come back to it, I've got a, a smoked, wood-fired piece of meat that is, is ready to go. Or in uh, what we'll show tomorrow, I can have the entire meal done all at one, one time, and it be done on the same cooking vessel. So wow. the vegetables, the dessert, the meat, the whole nine yards is done on the same grill. So you can control the heat as uh, you can control the distribution of the heat and because uh, uh, if you're cooking vegetables and meats, they obviously will be cooking at a different temperature. I guess I just need to come out there and see what's going on with this thing. Absolutely. So, you know, let's just say, for example, you know, I'm I'm cooking chicken breast and some some sheet pan vegetables. Well, you know, I'm going to cook those somewhere in the range between 350 and 400 degrees. So right. those things are going to cook at the same temperature, um, you know, for Similar times, but you know maybe I add the uh, the sheet pan vegetables on mm-hmm. a little bit later, right. you know, in the cook. Um, but they can still be done at the same temperature mm. um, and in the same grill, and that's that's the key. You know, wow. I can I can add a wood fired flavor to anything I want to put on that grill. I can change the pellets out as often as I want to to pair whatever flavor of wood I want to cook with the meat: apple, cherry. Um, hickory, pecan, 
you name it, there's there's a pellet blend oh. um, that's got that wood in it. Hmm. Um, so it's it's an extremely versatile grill um, with a line that we are very proud to carry. Traeger invented the pellet grill. Uh, they've been doing this longer than anybody else. Um, and the, the devil is in the details with these grills. They're very simple um, in their components, um, but the engineering and design is, is just masterful um, in these grills. So, Well, what kind of grill? I mean, are they rolled? Do they have wheels on them? How do they move? Are yep. they planted in the ground? Yep. Um, all the Traegers will have some form of wheel on them, whether it be two wheels or four wheels, um, depending upon... Uh, where you fall uh, in their their product offering in terms of their, their line, you've got a, a Pro Series, the Ironwood Series, and then the Timberline Series, which is their um, <clears throat> kind of cream of the crop um, line. And uh, Traeger's actually just released um, their newest Timberline Series, uh, the Timberline and the Timberline XL, uh, which we will have um, uh, on site. Um, for you to see. Um, we're excited to kind of unveil that grill uh, so everybody can see it, touch it, feel it, um, you know, and, and experience that the newest part of uh, the Traeger line that, that they have to offer. So we're, we're excited about that. Okay, that sounds, that sounds great. Now, uh, give us the time for this event tomorrow. So starting at 10 a.m., mm-hmm. um, uh, the cooking will start. Um, the teams have two hours uh, to, to prepare uh, the meal. Uh, so from 10 to 2 uh, is when the event will be going on. Um, now, you know, after 2 o'clock, that, that doesn't mean we, we shut everything down and pack up. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure that, um, you know, our Traeger guys will still be out there. Um, you know, so if you've got some free time tomorrow, uh, but can't make it till after 2, We'd love for you to stop by and um, tell you a little bit more about the Traegers and let let you see them in person. Oh, it sounds like a great deal. Now, these Traegers, are are they easy to clean up? Extra- They're the easiest grill to clean up that I've, that I've ever owned. So part of the engineering in this grill, uh, the, the consumer was, was really uh, kind of put at the forefront of, uh, of the thought process in terms of not being able, not having to clean the grill uh, in great detail every single time you use it. So built into the grill, um, there is a a drip pan that actually takes all the grease, um, all the drippings, you know, any rubs and, and seasonings that you may use while you're cooking it actually sheds it down the drip pan um, into a um, into a bucket that's on the outside of the grill uh, that comes with liners, so little aluminum liners. They're very cheap. Mm-hmm. So instead of having to scrub all that from the you know underbelly of the grill, well, you're just changing the liner out. Mm-hmm. Um, so extremely easy to clean. They're very efficient. A um, little bit of pellet dust while they're burning at the bottom of the grill. Will build up over time. It's it's two pieces uh, that you take out, take your shop back, just kind of clean some of that up periodically. Um, but virtually maintenance free. Beyond that, extremely easy to keep clean and maintain. Um, so just 
Wonderful all around, all to right. be honest with you. Folks, we've been talking with Paxton Rooks. Now, again, that'll be from 10 to 2 tomorrow at uh, Revel, uh, Revel Outdoor. Uh, on, uh, go ahead. Revel Hardware, the North Jackson branch in DeVille oh. Plaza. Oh, definitely will be over there then. Sure will. Going to check this out. I'd love to see this and know more about these pellet uh, uh, as opposed to the old charcoals because then you get all the dirt on your hand, dust on your hands. It can be a hassle. So, huh, this is a new, new. Yeah, and um, and I, I can speak to, you know, perhaps all the listeners that, that may have young children. I, I've got three of them. Uh, and so my hand, <clears throat> my hands are full uh, quite often. Right. Um, uh, so when I've got the kids, um, you know, uh, and I want to grill during the weeknight, um, it is literally as easy as walking outside, making sure that my hopper, that's attached to the grill. It's got pellets in it. I turn it on. I set my temp. I walk back inside. I'm back with my kids because it, it lights itself, uh, maintains its own temperature, whatever you've set it at. Like I said, it gives you total freedom uh, to walk away from the grill, but you get you get the same result. Okay. Look, um, uh, Paxton, look, unfortunately, we're going into an automatic break right now, and I want to thank you for calling in and giving us an update. Folks, that's 10 to 2 tomorrow at the Ville Plaza location there in North Jackson. Uh, I want to encourage you to come on out and check out this grill. Sounds like a great opportunity to upgrade your cooking game. Absolutely. And, Kim, thank you very much for the opportunity to come on. And, um, and yeah, uh, come on out and see us tomorrow. Uh, we, we'd love to see you. All right, Brian. Take care, buddy. All right. We'll be right All right. Back. You too. Thank you. America, you love your country, so it goes without saying that you also love your ride. And Auto Armor in Flowood wants to help you make that ride shine. Auto Armor in Flowood is Central Mississippi's premier automotive detail and ceramic coating shop. Servicing any type of vehicle, including ATVs, boats, and more. Need just a quick detail or paint correction? Auto Armor can make it happen. But if you're set to hit the road in a blaze of glory while flying the old red, white, and blue, Auto Armor should be your first and last call to give your ride a full ceramic coating. Auto Armor is locally owned and operated by the loud and proud American patriot, Clay Edwards. Auto Armor also proudly backs the blue, all military and first responders. So don't forget to ask for your discount. Call 601-260-0858. 601-260-0858. Or stop in today, fellow Americans. Auto Armor is located at 4394 Mangum Drive in Flowood. Online at AutoArmorMS.com. Auto Armor, unapologetically American. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Monday. Actually, it's Thursday. I'm getting my day. I'm getting closer and closer. Hey, I want to remind you, we were just informed that the uh, event uh, at Rebel Ace Hardware is going to be Saturday. I guess they think it was Friday, and it would be Saturday, which would be the next day, but he did say tomorrow, at least. That's my understanding. But either way, be there, and that means more of you can come by and take a look at the grills over there. Uh, the Traeger grill will be on display. They're going to have a, a cook-off, and uh, that'll be Friday from 10 to 2 at the uh, North Jackson location, I-55 at DeVille Plaza, right in between the CVS and the uh, old Capitol Grill, or the Capitol Grill, whatever it is. And so come on down, if you will, to Saturday, Revel Ace Hardware. All right, folks, we have, with no further, there he is, folks, the man himself. Unlike many other supervisors and politicians who have been extended the opportunity to come here and update the citizens who they say they were appreciative of for putting them in that office, well, what's going on with the entity that they sit on, 
David L. Archie does just that. And he's got a list of things he's going to be talking about today. David L. Archie, what's up? Kim, you know, I always absolutely appreciate the fact that you're giving me an opportunity to spread the word, spread the news. The news. I, I think it's good news. I think it's news that's going to help the citizens of Hines County, help the citizens of Jackson, as well as this entire state. Mm-hmm. When three years ago, when we was out there campaigning and talking about what need to be done, there was three or four thoughts. Crime, infrastructure, ditches, roads, potholes, cleaning up, making sure that Jackson and Hines County is a safe place, the entire Hines County. Now, where in the world that we get off on talking about putting $4 million, first it was 10, mm-hmm. and 15 minutes it changed to $4 million in economic development that we don't know anything about. And this morning, was ab- I was just absolutely stung. Supervisor Graham and I was stung to see three board members go before the people, not give them a plan, not tell them what and how the money is going to be spent, but saying that they're going to take $4 million of this federal money, good dollars, good money, that have been sent here by the federal government to help the citizens see things being done. $3 million going towards a bank that we don't know anything about, don't know what they're doing with the money, and a million dollars and now in a nonprofit. They want to take a million dollars of your money that you can fix the streets and roads and bridges and potholes, talking about creating a, um, some type of uh, incubator, economic. Man, I don't know what it is. Well, David. I'll- I'm still trying to figure out a nonprofit. And then they want to take another $4 million talking about going and re, uh, want to uh, redo a building that is only worth a half a million dollars. When we got places that that in the county that need to already be taken care of, like fixing elevators in the courthouse, where when prosecutors and judges need to go up and downstairs, they got to take steps in this day and time, don't have an elevator, um, air conditions, not having boots on the ground, working with the police department, law enforcement, trying to get this county and this city under control and make people feel safe. That is where the funds and the money need to be in the infrastructure, Kim. I just don't understand what these folks are doing. And citizens of Hines County, y'all, y'all listen to me good. I'm trying to do all I can to wisen you up, to let you know what is going on. I'm doing all I can to try to stop it. It needs to be stopped right now, today, not tomorrow. You can go to Hines County's Facebook page and see the announcement today from Board President Criddell Calhoun, uh, Bobcat McGowan, and Vern Gavin. They announced the solidification of their, well, for all intents and purposes, a scheme, a scam, of uh, their economic development plan for Hines County, which after 30 years, they're trying to tell us that they didn't have an economic development plan? And if they did have one, well, why are we switching? What do they know that we don't know? And what's new about what they're proposing that's going to make this thing work? 
I need you to go there if you would. Hines County Facebook page. It's about what about a five or six minute、uh, press conference. And they're, you know, kissing each other on the mouth about how proud they are to be a part of this organization. Folks, now I know I've heard of Hope Credit Union. I've never done any business with them. But I know they ruined a business partner of mine, a business friend of mine. I mean, ruined him. I mean, he's out of business now. And I've been around long enough to know how this setup goes. Most blacks who get loans, even the, even the churches, they got to go to two or three different entities to so called spread the risk. Baby, that ain't spreading the risk. That's called the loose string theory. They spread you out over three or four different organizations, and each organization got its own criteria about what they need you to do to qualify. And each one of them going to have something, or one out of the three or however many you got that's going to have that string on there. That they can pull your string whenever they need to. Oh, I ain't telling you something I heard. See, black folks get all, and th- this is why I'm sitting back thinking at 66, have we just quit thinking? I mean, we don't use our critical thinking skills. We don't need another black bank. We need somebody to lend some money <clears throat> on the terms that these set aside Negroes are getting from the politicians. We need some Holy Ghost handshakes. Uh, uh, loans. We don't need the loans with, with all those banking stipulations on it. We need some look, bro. You take this man and parlay this here. But black folk, oh, yeah, we got a black bank. Man, I'm telling you, black bank got the same criteria as the white bank. I'm not saying there's not a, a need for a black bank, but what we need is for somebody to be lending money on the strength. Because they know that you got the best. The coldest ice in town, they're going to fund your operation. <clears throat> What I've seen about these programs where they're matching funds and stuff like that, they'll get you up there like they did, my boy. Oh, yeah, we're going to give you a million dollars to, to, to restock your inventory. We're going to give you a half a million dollars to move. And they cut him on both, on both ends. So he's limping along on, on day one. Guess what? He ain't there no more. Folks, and Mr. Bynum. And you're welcome to come on this program and, and, you know, and sing your glory. Because this is what I don't understand. I was listening to the press conference. You said you lent over, what is it, $2, to $2 billion, $4 billion down across the South, which you may have. But let's talk about where would that money come from? I mean, not where it came from, what type of loans were. I would imagine they're going to be mostly home loans, which is still good. People need to live somewhere. Folks, what I'm saying is, we need to start asking some questions. You got to watch these old gray haired, white haired black men and women. Folks, they ain't caring about black folks. They're caring about their grind and their hustle. You doubt what I'm saying? Look around you. David L. Archie has a list of things he's proposing for Hines County that could be used with, with part of that money. I want David to go down that list and then we'll talk further about it. But I need to take a break first. All right, folks, we're back. Hey, I want to remind you the Gathering Restaurant there at Highway.、Uh, 422 and, I mean, excuse me, Highway, 4, Highway 22 and 463. What is it? Highway 463 and 22. Yeah. In Sharpers, it used to be, it looks like. But anyway,、uh, folks, I want to remind you don't forget to put them down to go there for、uh, brunch on Saturday mornings from 10 to 2.、Uh, I think you're going to really enjoy it. It's going to be a, an experience you and your bride would really love a little quiet time and, 
you just enjoy it. Check it out, the Gathering Restaurant. And folks, they're open、uh, all week long for great meals. You can even get takeout meals. Folks, they will take good care of you at the Gathering. Call ahead, 601 667 4282. The Gathering Restaurant. Folks,、uh, tomato soup. Uh, tomato basil soup and、uh, homemade gumbo is served all day long. If you want to just get you something light to take home, you can do that there, right there at the gathering. Or check them out at livingstonmercantile.com and check out everything that's going on there at the town of Livingston. Check it out today, livingstonmercantile.com. All right, folks, we're going to get back to David L. Archie. <clears throat> See, here's the thing about this $10 million that they're squandering away uh, uh, Vern Gavin, Bobcat McGowan, Creedel Calhoun and now Mr. Bill Bynum. Now, $10 million, I want you to think about it. For instance,、uh, over in、uh, District 2, David is trying to get、uh, Mac Edwards Drive, need,、uh, that needs paving. It costs $45,000. Now, $45,000 isn't small potatoes, but taking it out of $10 million, you can go out and get that thing fixed and be done with it. The same way with Annie Fortner Road in Bolton, $70,000. And、uh, replace the sidewalks in downtown Baldwin, $47,000. You think Benny would do something about it, but that's another story. Uh, uh, David wants to pick up all storm debris in, town, in the town of Edwards.、Uh, he, needs, he wants to fix potholes on Evans Road in Bolton. Texas Street in Bolton, big pothole needs to be filled and repaired with concrete. 231 Jackson Street in Bolton, clean trenches and ditches both sides of the road. Bolton Raymond Road and Bolton Air Four Way Stop dig out the blacktop and repair with concrete. Industrial Park Road, sidearm and cut trees, bushes hanging over the road in Bolton. Billy Fields Road, Edwards, repair potholes, fix the side of the road that's caving in. No, they're going to build a,、uh, a brand new building for the employees to be comfortable. Now, these aren't employees that are out fixing roads, these are folks up there pushing paper. They pushing paper right now seem to be pretty damn good, but they got to have brand new digs. David? You, you know, Kim, and <clears throat> my real issue is the fact that we know exactly what the citizens of Hines County need and we know what they want. They want us to do our job as supervisors to fix the small issues or big issues in and around their community. I've gone from the town of Utica. And had a list of things to get done from the parks to the roads to the streets. I've gone to the town of Edwards, did the same thing, 8, 9, 10, 11 streets、mm-hmm. to be repaired, repaid, fixed. Gone to the town of Bolton, have gone out in Clinton. Phil Fisher and I, we, we rode out and showed me some things that need to be done out there. We got it done. Call him up, he'll,、mm-hmm. he'll tell you. we... We, we was able to get it done. Money gone to parks out there. was able to fix two or three bridges.、Um, same thing out in Mount Olive. Over in Presidential Hills, you remember、um, yeah. all that flooding yeah, that yeah. has taken place. $750,000 of we're going to get that flooding stopped. It went into District 2. David. And when I showed up on the scene, Kim,、mm-hmm. I had zero dollars.、Mm-hmm. And I've been fighting for the people of Hines County District 2. For this county to be fair to the whole entire county, the rural, the city, all over the place. Hold up, hold up. Folks, what we're talking about here is a quality of life issue for the people who live in these areas. Now, we're talking about District 2 here, but Bobcat McGowan got the same problems in his area. Vern's got the same problem in his area. Cradell's got the same problems in his area. 
David showed me the agenda for next week. This is what David has on the agenda for next week of wanting to have done、uh, through Hines County. Bobcat, Vern Gavin, and Crete. Well, Bobcat and Vern Gavin have、uh, no items on the agenda for repairs, replacing, filling potholes. They have nothing. Cridell has、uh, something, there's a Jane Avenue, somewhere around there,、uh, but he lives on Jane, off Jane Avenue, so it's understandable. And they got no problem with that. We just want you to fix them. What David was proposing to take the $10 million and at least buy some equipment, some gravel trucks, some、uh, trucks where they can、uh, fix potholes and things like that. They don't want to do that. They want to invest making the comfort of the employees of Hines County who push paper. Give them brand new offices. They won't fix the elevators in the circuit court building. They won't fix the leaks in the buildings that we have. They keep doing all this crazy stuff. And, you know, with all due respect, Bill Bynum has done a lot of great things. Hoss, but let's, let's be clear, clear. We've been doing this. We've been doing this for, for 40, 50 years. This stuff is not making a dent, man. This stuff is all for. As you can see there, they're, they're the agenda、okay. items. Here's the、uh, agenda for next Tuesday. The Honorable Cradell Calhoun, his, this is what he's presenting on the agenda. To upgrade the tennis court,、uh, Tennis Center South Park, in the amount of $30,000. Motion to pay West Haven Road to South Street to Clint Boulevard. And that's what Cradell's proposing. So he's planning on paying West Haven. Boulevard to South Street to Clinton Boulevard. District 4, Vern Gavin,、uh, appointment of Dr. Chapman to Hines County, something or another. And under road and bridges, he has nothing. Other business, he has nothing. Bobcat McGowan, under roads and bridges, he has no proposals. And no, under other business, he has. In other words, they're just sitting there. They're just going there to sit there, folks. But they got money to give to people. Bruh, listen, economic development is not going to come. When we got all these damn potholes. Okay? They're not gonna come when we got all this trash in the ditches. This is why I, I, I'm telling you, these old, gray haired black men and women, they're ruining the black community because they won't change. They won't do anything different, and they ain't gonna do anything that's gonna break their plate. But they'll break yours. They're gonna build an office complex for some bureaucrats to sit around, push paper, make your life harder, but they won't fix a pothole. Vern Gavin. Bobcat McGowan, Credell Calhoun, and now I'm Bill Bynum. Come on, y'all. Let's take a break. All right, folks, we're back. And it is Thursday. You got David L. Archie. David, one of our callers saying that you won't address the, what's going on on Jimmy Williams Road. It's got potholes everywhere, and there's an illegal dirt pit operating, tearing up the roads. Absolutely, Kim. I, I just want to say to you, Man, Jimmy Williams Road, you're going to get all the attention that you need. We've already got it approved to fix big potholes on Jimmy Williams Road. They're going to be out there probably in the next few days, hopefully the beginning of next week. Noah Johnson Road, they're going to repair a few of those potholes where that dirt pit is going in and out. But let me just tell you, I was not a part of giving、uh, that company permission. Uh, to haul that dirt out of there. That was my predecessor that brought that company in there, got them approved to get that done. And so the only thing I'm doing is trying to get it finished up. It's going to be finished come this July. They will not 
we will not reissue a permit for them to haul dirt out of North Johnson Road. That is across the board, period. All right. Folks, we're talking with David L. Archie. We're going to hold him over. He's got a lot to talk about. And the things that this so called uh, economic development thing, at a different point on the timeline, it could be a great idea. Folks, you can't entice people to come in here and invest in, a, in an area that's clearly going into the ghetto status. But like I said, these old gray-haired black men, they will not let up. They will not give anybody else breathing room. They won't cut the pie down the middle. They say you can't slice it any thinner. It's all about them. Vern Gavin, you need to be putting together. I mean, you guys need to be purchasing some equipment. Matter of fact, maybe Hope Credit Union can lend you all the money to buy the equipment. Come on, guys, we can do better than this. Folks, we're back, and it is Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studios. David L. Archie still in the studios with us. He continued to update us. We're going to get back to Dave. But in a minute, I want to tell you, folks, about Advantage Business Systems. You've heard their ads, folks. They actually do what they say. They've been doing it since 1976, helping businesses perform more optimally. And one of the things they do now and in 2022, they help keep all your business systems up and running. That's right, folks. When you walk into the office on Monday and your manager's sitting there, uh, everything's down. We can't do anything. Oh, boy. So that means you got all day long to be on the phone, calling 800 numbers, getting put on hold, trying to figure out what's wrong with your system, who's who's the culprit. And uh, while people point fingers, you're worrying and losing time and paying out money. Well, Advantage Business System works you through all that. You call one number, 362-9192, and say, hey, we're down over here. They're going to go online, check in to see, kind of peruse around, see what's wrong, what's going on with your systems. Systems, anything that's digitally pulsating, baby, they can take care of. Go to absms.com and check them out. They're going to send out an auditor to your business, and they'll take an evaluation of what you got, and uh, they will help maintain that system. And if necessary, they'll send a person on site. They don't just call you and say, hey, yeah, we see what the problem is, but we can't do anything about it. No, they're going to work it all the way through, start to finish. Calling 800 numbers, talking with the guy over in India and everything else. They do all of that. Folks, it's a great investment for keeping your business up while others are going down in flames. You're sitting there in Fat City raking in the big bucks because you listen to Kim Wade and call People East. AB, People East, oh, excuse me, and ABSMS.com. I'm going to get the People East in a moment. But ABSMS.com, Advantage Business System, does the job, again, since 1976. And they continue to, folks, to perform. They continue to evolve and they continue to keep businesses running. You can't be around, uh, what, it was almost four decades? You can't be along that long and uh, not be doing something right. So check them out. But wait, there's one other business that'll help your business do business, People Lease. People Lease is your own back office. They're your own HR department. They handle your books, your payroll, your taxes, your workman's comp, and any other type of regulation that comes down the pike. They have their ears and eyes open for it. They uh, synthesize it, read it. And tell you, hey, this is what you need to do. This is what they're asking of you right now, and yada, yada, to keep you in compliance. You know, you got all those stacks of letters from all these different agencies that you hadn't opened up. 
Well, people at least open them. They read them and they get back with you and say, okay, guys, heads up. This is what you need to do. Plus, they do your payroll to get your bot, your, uh, uh, your paperwork ready for the end of the year. People get their 1099s, the W-2s. IRS gets this money. Everybody's laughing and happy. And again, you out there selling the widgets, the services that you make available to the public. And people lease is behind the scene making you look good. So you add people lease along with Advantage Business System. I don't know how much more protection you can get other than from God himself. These people cover you. Great investment. I can't stress that enough. Take your PPP money, if there's any left over, and retain their services. You'll be glad you did. Thank, you can thank me later. That's what you can do. All right. People lease, their number over there is 987-3025. 987-3025. Or you can go to peoplelease.com. And again, they've been around over three decades. They're doing something right. And so a lot of happy customers throughout the Southeast. Check them out today. PeopleLease.com and ABSMS.com. Call or email them or go online and you can uh, contact them through those web portals. Okay? PeopleLease.com, ABSMS.com. All right, folks, with no further ado, do, do, we got David L. Archie. David has turned out to be uh, an effective politician be honest with you dave i'm I'm surprised but you did good you you proved me to be uh my skepticism to be unfounded so you're doing a good job and and i told you a long time ago david all i want is good government you know all the other stuff it's you know it's fine and good i want government to work we're paying too much for it to get the foolishness what Vern and bobcat and credell are doing it sounds good on paper and i'll listen to their press conference it's a bunch of gobbledygook i haven't heard this crap a thousand times about, I mean, especially when they started reading off the statistics about the, the, the dollar disparity between white businesses and black business. Folks, there's a lot of things we're not doing right that you have to do right regardless of what color your business is. And we won't even consider that. We just says, well, the stats show that. Well, the stats show it because we're not doing the things right as often as the other groups are. Damn, this is not rocket science and it's not racism. Jeez, Louise. Now, David L., you got a list of property, I mean, a list of projects. These are quality of life projects. People, when they hit that pothole, they think, dang, I hate that. And, uh, but they, they, sh- they can rest assured that Vern Gavin is creating a nice uh, uh, air-conditioned cubicle for some government employee down there. And, and this is not a slap on county employees. But I don't want more county employees sitting at desks. I want somebody out in the field doing what David's trying to get done. Percy Davis Road. Now, wait a minute. First of all. Percy St. Thomas. How Percy Davis get a road? He ain't even dead. <laughs> I'm just joking at you, Percy. Go ahead. Yeah, down near uh, St. Thomas there. Um Bill Strong Road. Um down the old Port Gibson. Repair all the potholes and <clears throat> fix those bad spots. Um uh, Marbley Road in Utica. Curve before Duke Road need to be repaired and potholes filled. Paul Gallo down in Utica. Need potholes repair at the intersection and approachment. Fix that entire intersection and that approachment. Ch- Chester Road up in Edwards need potholes repair. SQ Road, uh, big, big potholes on there. So I'm just, the only thing that I'm saying, I'm just trying to make sense out of this money. I don't want to throw um, eight, ten million dollars of a wild hog rump. I want to say that other word. Mm-hmm. Am I permitted to say that? No, you don't need to say that. We we get the visual. We get the visual. Don't throw the money up a wild hog rump and can't get the hog to say suey. Hmm. Period. So that means that you got to fix stuff. 
We got illegal dumping all over this county, right? We need better sheriff patrol. We need to hire more uh, deputies to patrol in and around the community to help make the community safe. This is real money, real time. People can get out there and they're working and they're doing a good day's work. But in terms of investing, talking about economic development and creating a nonprofit to put a million dollars in a nonprofit, we got enough no, enough nonprofits all over. Why do Hans County? What is the nonprofit? What, what nonprofit are they talking about? They want Hans County to create their own nonprofit, put a million dollars there, put some out over the money, so they can throw that money up a wild hog run. I mean, this is what's going on. The three million dollars going into a bank. Uh, so, so we don't we don't have no um, idea of having an atomized uh, accountability for the money. Mean that A, B, C, D, and E. This is what's going to be done. How it's going to be done? Because I mean, let's, none of that. Let, let, let's be honest. Cradell, Vern, and Bobcat don't seem like the three type of people who are going to put together a plan that they can put in your hand. As you say, itemizing and explaining how this thing's going to be done. A business plan. Maybe Mr. Bynum has one. Maybe he's got one in a can that they give to the, to the people that they're working with. But um, a million dollars to go into a nonprofit is what they call a slush fund. I haven't seen uh, Bobcat pick up a piece of paper or read yet. Mm. Nothing. I don't see him come to the meetings prepared and ready to go, knowing what's going on in the whole entire county before he say yes or no to anything. Um Creedell, I, I I haven't seen him. He don't read anything. He just go on what folks say. It, it sounds good. He he he'll try to go along with it. And if 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 they're his good old buddies, they, he's gonna really go along with it. We needed a misdemeanor holder facility. We took people that remodeled jails down to the building on State Street. They said that it would take a million to a million and a half dollars to create a holding facility for 200 uh, individuals, a 72-hour holding facility, meaning that if the police, if the sheriff's department, if the state government uh, arrest somebody for a misdemeanor, they could take them to that holding facility, make sure they go through the process. Someone have to bond them out. And perhaps that, that fellow or that gal won't go out and commit that same misdemeanor offense again, setting a court date, other than being released on the spot. You come to the community, someone's shooting, you know, we can't put you in jail. They can put you in jail in Madison. They can put you in jail in Rankin County. And so we needed a misdemeanor holding facility. Only would have taken a million, a million and a half dollars to get this done. Now they want to spend $4 million on the same building, want to put Hines County employees in this particular building. We don't need it. Well, what? do two things when you go to the next meeting. Propose, and I know Vern and Bobcat and Cradell are going to vote you down on this, but propose we get a six months update every six months from this new entity that they created on the progress that they're making. If it's hiring people, uh, whatever their projected goals are, just come back and tell us. If you're doing it, come back and tell us. I'm going to tell you now, they're not going to be able to show any results. I agree with you. Uh, that's what we've been trying to do on the reentry program mm -hmm. that Cradell brought in and we voted. Uh, to to allow the re uh, reentry program to take place, and nearly a million dollars been placed in that program, and I don't know ten people that have graduated from the program mm -hmm. and have gotten a job. Mm 
but they sold us the idea, and we thought it would be great to kind of help uh, uh, give criminals mm-hmm. a second chance with a second opportunity. Um, I don't, we don't get a report on it. We don't know what's going on. At the end of the day, we've been begging. Supervisor Graham and I have been begging for reports in order to get done. Now, I'm telling you I'm that telling- this money that they want to spend is going to do the same thing that happened on Ferris Street is going to happen to this money. We're going to get no results from it. And to go in to remodel a 20,000-square-foot uh, building is going to take $4 million. That is more than $200 per square foot. I can add, man. Like I said before, folks, uh, you know, you can say what you want, but you got to watch those folks who, whenever they start quoting those statistics and start talking that black talk, watch your pockets because they ain't interested in nothing but themselves and their own paycheck and putting food on their table. Folks, that's natural for an individual to look out for number one. I understand that. But if they wasn't pushing this hustle that I care so much about you people that I'm doing all this for you and they're stealing us blind. This is irresponsible. It's not that economic development is not a good idea, but economic development is not running over potholes where you can drive down the road and not even think about potholes because you're thinking about your business. You got all that on your mind and you just concentrating on that. But when you hit a pothole, what do you think? Damn. And they won't they won't give you any relief because they have the votes to shove the money any direction they want. And all they're going to do is hire the same old retreads that have been going around the circle. The same people running around the circle, man. There's a good possibility, Kim. I'm going to have to use the courts to stop this deal because the deal is is, is nonsense. Mm-hmm. And we want the people to be heard on this matter. We want the voice of the citizens and the taxpayers of Hines County. Do you want $4 million of economic development that with no atomized accountability, or do you want roads and streets and bridges and want your community cleaned up, grass is cut, paper is picked up? Those are the things that where you're getting real results, abandoned um, houses in different communities and different neighborhoods throughout this entire county that need to be torn down. We can use those monies Ten, fifteen thousand dollars to tear an abandoned place or piece of property down, where our property value can begin to increase again. That is, this is real money. This is one-time money that's coming into this city, coming into this county, and we cannot get good results because they want to throw it up a wild hog rump, and the hog don't won't say suey. Period. At the end of the day, the people of this uh, county are going to suffer. If I don't do something and the supervisor Graham don't do something about this matter, they don't want you to know about it. They did a press conference this morning to try to mislead the people about what is going on. And they did not have one simple plan in terms of where the dollars are going to make sense. They were just rambling off, talking about what is a good idea. Well, I don't want to chance this money on a good, where they think it's a good idea, so in other and I words, know it's a bad idea. So in other words, they don't have any paperwork to show it, okay, we've got this person who's going to lead That's this. That's all the paperwork right there. What you need to do, you need to, take there this, it is. you need to take this along with what you're proposing and put it side by side and put posters up everywhere. Folks, if you look at, folks, this is a sample breakdown of the allocations of the uh, money for the economic development, economic and community development within Hines County Plan from Vern Gavin, Cradell and Bobcat uh, McGowan. $3.5 million 
for an opportunity fund that will provide loans. Uh, $1 million is set up Hines County Economic Development Hub, including initial administration costs. What is that? Space for operations, set up costs such as filing fees, legal fees, and marketing. What is that? In- initial essential staff upon identification. In other words, no big booty girls from J- uh, former J-Sets. <laughs> uh, $3 million operating costs for the first year of operation. $3 million to operate. Yeah. Now, now, we don't put up $4.5 million. Now they need $3 million to get started. <laughs> the hell? Operating costs for the first year, assistance of small businesses. Folks, this is redundant. This is a shakedown. But you know what? Like I said before, if you still big like that, Shad White is not going to bother you. The Department of Justice is not going to investigate you. You're at home. You can steal from black-dominated counties and cities all day long and nothing happened to you. I'm not saying this is theft, but it's like skin on a hot dog. It's damn close. Our number is 601-879-0002. We'll be right back. We need David Archie, yeah. He's a man with a plan. David Archie, yeah. He's a man that will take a stand. All right, folks, we're back. Oh, let me just make it clear. When you declare to run for office, you have to pay to be on the program. If you are an elected official who's already in office, you can come on all the time, like David's doing. It don't cost him anything, because he's giving us an update on what's going on. See, a lot of y'all, oh, Kim Wade, he way out there, yada, yada. Yeah, but people listening. But here's the thing. All that I ask for of any politician is good government. And I'm increasingly seeing where people like Cradell, they don't, they, they're not going to give you, they're going to give you what they want to give you. After complaining about white folks all these years doing the same thing, and they get up there and they're no, no different. This is a poor use of the, if they want economic development, fix the dang county, fix the potholes, clean the, the, the ditches out, fix the bridges, man. And that's all you're seeing, right, Dave? That's, hey, man, if we can get those things done, then we have been successful here in Hines County. And, and, and I, I preach to the board all the time. So we don't have to reinvent the wheel. All we have to do is just do what the citizens ask us to do of Hines County. I haven't heard one individual talk about going put $4 billion into renovating a half a million dollar building. And then in renovating that half a million dollar building, Kim, let me show show this to you, $3.4 million and it's going to take more. And then the fees are not even paid. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if the fee is going to be a million. A million, and I don't know what it's going to be. Now, who would the fees be paid to? I have no idea. Professional fees. Don't have no idea. You know why? Because they don't have a plan. They don't even have drawings of what's going to be done, what type of material, uh, what is the square footage of, of the uh, space when you walk into the building. Just nothing. I mean, just ludicrous stuff, man. And, and I'm just trying to get the people to understand that uh, I'm there. I'm paying close attention to what's going on. We're going to continue to challenge the status quo. We're not going to let them get away with it. Supervisor Graham has been there, the longest serving supervisor in Hines County. If he's not going along with it, somebody ought to take a closer look to say, wait a minute. If the supervisor of District 1 is not going along with it, 
then the citizens of Jackson and Hines County shouldn't be going along with it because at the end of the day, there's no results. Supervisor Graham is repairing streets and roads and bridges. If you call him and talk to him and get him on the show, he's going to tell you the exact same thing that I'm telling you. And he represents Democrats and Republicans all over Hines County District 2. And they appreciate the fact that he's fixing roads and fixing bridges. At the end of the day, putting $3 million into a bank, nobody knows how you can borrow the money. Nobody knows um, what's the uh, criteria. What's the criteria? Uh, there's no atomized accountability of um, who's going to get paid, um, who's on the um, on the payroll for the particular money, and then you're going to take a million dollars to talk about creating a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on now. And and the thing about it is, I'm uh, Cridell, I'm, I'm I'm calling you out on this, bro. I'm willing to bet you ten dollars to a donut. You will you you will fight any type of accountability of spending of this money. You're going to be as as couchy and close to your chest as you can. And I'm going to tell you now, you guys are going to produce no results. I mean, I mean, you can if you prove me wrong, I'm laughing. I'm good. But this is the same game, bro. Y'all been running this game for forty years. The black community is damn near on its back. We're crawling on our knuckles. And all y'all do, all these old gray hair, white hair, black men and women who don't, who came up in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, they won't leave the damn stage. Don't have a new idea. They won't elevate their game. They won't come up with, they won't even receive any new idea. Dave doesn't have a new idea. He's got an old idea that works. That is fix things. You want economic development? Fix the city. Fix the county. What about the, all the lights that are out, Kim? Right. Lights are out all over this place, right? Mm-hmm. Just street lights. Mm-hmm. Need new light poles. Abandoned houses that's been sitting there for years that we can take a whole lump sum of this money to help the city and help the county in, in the rural area, Hines County area. We can tear them down so we can increase the property value of their neighbors. I mean, it makes no sense whatsoever. Well, if Hines County... It, it, because during the press conference at Hines County's Facebook page, uh, Ber- um, either Vern Gavin or uh, Mr. Bynum, one of them was talking about, well, Vern was talking about the loss of a uh, population in Hines County. But he never told us, well, why are we losing it? We don't have a lack of economic development because these people just didn't like Hines County. They were here. Maybe they don't like the way you guys are governing. And this is just further evidence why they should get the hell out of Dodge. Now, to Mr. Bottom, if you have been lending money on homes and things like that, may I suggest to you a program that raises property values, sir, respectfully? Why don't you put together a program like the uh, uh, the 203K program or something like that that HUD has where you go in and buy the abandoned houses, fix it up, and then let people bid on the houses, bidding up the property values in the neighborhood. Why don't you do that? It's well within your ability to do since y'all setting your own criteria for lending the money. When HUD got out of the business of fixing the house, when a HUD got when a HUD house, when a house got repossessed by HUD, HUD, HUD would go in <coughs> and fix the house up. I'm talking about when you bought a HUD house back in the late 80s, those houses were move in ready. I mean, you could cook dinner that evening after you left the closing table. But you know what happened? Shady uh, contractors 
started scamming the system and HUD just got out of it. But that don't mean that you can't get in there and do it right since you think you can do everything else right. You buy these all abandoned houses, the houses that they're tearing down, fix them up, put them back on the market, and let people bid on them. Then you have what they call market priced housing. You cannot grow a community economically,、uh, call it economic development, by putting in subsidized housing. Subsidized housing would run off a Pizza Hut. It will run off of Kroger's. It will run off a gas station. It will run off everybody. Because what you're doing, you're producing people with a sense of entitlement who's going to produce kids with a sense of entitlement who have respect for nobody. That's why you need what you call economic development. No, what you need is some good old home training that you enforce with a boot up the butt. Kim, you know, <clears throat> this is what I want to tell you. In, in, in Hines County District 2, I went to the town of Utica. I went to Bolton. I went to Edwards, Clinton, as well as Jackson. And I asked what n e e d to be done at your town parks or the city of Jackson Park.、Mm-hmm. Down in the town of Edwards, we provided, I think, like $130,000 to knock down a, a building there that sit on the park. We're going to redo the, nearly the whole entire park. I went down to the town of Utica. They said that they needed the basketball court redone. We redid the basketball court and they wanted to redo the concession stand,、uh, fix the, the bleachers there in the、uh, baseball park, and have a diamond that you can really look at and have a picnic area. We're going to spend about $35,000 down there. In the town of Bolton, down there at the park in Bolton, about $20,000.、Mm-hmm. Mega Evers Park over in Vernon Edition, about $30,000. Listen, Grove Park, which they've been trying to get the city Dave, to do Dave, something. Dave, we've got to go to a break. But what you're talking about are quality of life issues. That's what caused people to leave the city and the county. Quality of life issues. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Thursday. David L. s in the studios, folks. I have to admit, I was wrong about David Earl. David L., rather, he is, he's doing a good job. He's doing what、uh, I want people to do, which is give us good government. He's trying to, anyway, he's doing his best. Let's go to the phones. Hey, who is this? Mike? Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, I was just kind of, I, I didn't catch all this. I don't know what, really what y'all are talking about, but yeah, it does sound like he, he's on, at least he's trying to. Man, people care about what's, on, what's in the roads, man, the streets, or this, what they can see, what they can feel. You know, not some study、uh, to study this, to study that, or a secretary to the secretary to the secretary, professional fees, you know, what, you know,、uh, lawyers are involved. Next thing you know, you got five condos that somebody owns. Yeah, come on down, man. We're all good, and everybody's riding around. and, Big old fancy Tahoes with a gas card. And that's how money creeps. It's just greed. It's human nature, man. And,、yeah. you know, Trump, you, Democrat, Republican, whatever they were talking about on a national level, I'm going to jump around here for a second, but, you know, they were talking about the deep state. And there is a lot to that. We're all kind of puppets, but a lot of what they're talking about is the administrative state, which is pushed down to the state level, the administrative state. And what you're talking about is the county level. All this money comes down, and it's the administrative state just keeps growing and growing. And that's what government is. It just, you know, it gets pushed down to the schools. Next thing you know, there's a, 
a, a police station in every school riding around with this, 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 and this. You know, it just never ends, man. The rest of us are riding around here and here, and, and the debt keeps going up, and $30 trillion in debt, and we're riding around trying to figure out how to pay $4 for gas. You know, yes, and that's just my thoughts on it. And we need people. We don't have time to we elect these folks. Nobody's got time to go back and look at all this stuff. That's what we elect them for. And if there's no uh, a mirror to it, there's no radio, there's no nothing, people just get away with doing anything they really want to. Well, you know, and, you bring up a good point. I'm actually going to delve into that probably on tomorrow, even more uh, in depth with what you just said. But you've hit on something, and it must be in, in the hearts of a lot of people. But it seems like you figured it out. Mike, I'm going to talk about that at length on tomorrow, man, if you listen in, okay? I love to listen to you, man. I try to have fun on Fridays with you. <laughs> all, right. yeah, all, right. all the time. But when I do, I love it, man. I appreciate it. And we need more people. It seems to me like that. I don't know how to apologize, but we need more people that's looking over these folks, man. And and when you, instead of just and, – and there's going to be a ton of more money coming down, and you're going to see more – 501c3 and this and that going to here and here. And you, you look up, man, what do we do with all that money? You could have paid every freaking mile of street in the state of Mississippi. But it's not going to get done unless somebody watches over it, man. So, anyway. I thank you, man. I thank you for the, that good advice. And um, we're going to use that and we're going to move forward. Thanks, Mike. Thank so yeah. I mean, y'all have a good day. I'll keep listening. All right, Kim, brother. Kim, I do want to mention the fact that. The state um, handed down $20 million in Hines County District 2 mm-hmm. for the Fundren District. Uh, a garage is going to be built over there. Um, we, we started the conversation. We was able to get it approved through the state. Um, it's going to be given to Hines County, and I'm going to make absolutely sure that that garage get built um, where the employees have a place to park in the Fundren. We can free up some of the streets. Most of the employers going to make sure that their uh, employees park in the garage. So now you have a place uh, where you can drive up and get out of your car and go eat, shop, and drink in the Fundren, as well as Eubank Creek mm-hmm. that runs from State Street all the way back to Lakeland. A half a million dollars was put over there. So we got $20 million plus 500000 for Eubank Creek. Uh, it's, in, it's coming to Hines County. It's going to be in District 2, and I'm going to – uh, keep one eye open, watching the money, and I'm gonna uh, watch it like a hawk. All right. Period. We have Sylvia on the line. Hey, Sylvia. Hi. Um, I have a question that I hope makes sense. And um, if the ten million dollars were used just to fix the potholes in the road, all the roads and the bridges that Hines County has that need to be repaired, would that cover it all? It probably wouldn't cover it all, but you'll be very close. Probably get about uh, 60 to 70 percent of it done. And uh, it, to get to 60 to 70 percent, you've done a, a pretty amazing job. And that's where I would love to put the money. That's where I want to put the money. Uh, but we got three guys down there that just have decided that they want to go in business talking about economic development. Mm-hmm. That is why we have a Hines County Economic Development Department to handle those issues when it comes to economic development. Supervisors are not in the economic development business. We assist, we help out, we help give a, a basement, tax abasement, do all that we can to assist 
uh, folks that are coming into Hines County. But we shouldn't be in the economic development business. Well, certainly not against competing against yourself if you already have a department. That, that I don't understand that. This came up overnight, overnight express, asking for $10 million in a 15-minute conversation. It went to $4 million. So that told me right then was something funny and fishy about this deal. Yeah. And, uh, and I did not see it. Supervisor Graham did not see it until about one or two minutes before our meeting got started. <laughs> All right. So well, thank you for answering my question. Thank, thank you. you. Appreciate you calling. You know, Dave, uh, uh, it's what you have and, and what you had proposed uh, with the CARES Act money being used for some of it anyway is to buy the equipment to repair the pot. They won't even buy the equipment to repair the potholes. Absolutely. And yet they say, oh, we're going to do all these great things and make people want to invest in Hines County because we're going to match some funds from over here with some funds over there. <laughs> but you haven't matched people's desire to even want to be in the damn county. You're paying people to be in the county. You can't do When Nissan moved up to Canton, or Canton proper, I should say, not in the city of Canton, they started building all those houses up there in, in Canton, and they were given $25,000 incentive for people to buy it. Baby, if you got to put a pork chop around your child for the dog to play with it, you have an ugly dog. And now, excuse me, you have an ugly child. It's just the way it is. You want properties built at market rates. That's when you have economic development. That's why when you go down Fair Street, you don't see old buildings that had old free daycare, community centers, and things like that. Fair Street was built with nickel, dimes, and dreams of people who wanted to do better for themselves. We're trying to do something because we've been led into this box. But I won't even go there. Well, well, Kim, I, I can tell. I give you the prime example: the Western downtown. Yeah, uh, they're getting ready to to build right across the street from the Western. The state provided us uh, ten million dollars to give to the Western. The Western is putting in something somewhere in the neighborhood of forty five million. The state gave us Hans County ten million to assist the Western. It didn't. It did not come from Hans County. Mm-hmm. It was only for the purpose to assist the weapon, uh, the Weston Hotel to build uh, a place that they're going to eat, shop, and drink. Right downtown, they're going to tear some old buildings right in front of the courthouse down, and they're going to do an amazing job by getting that done. But Hines County did not go out and use our money that came to us talking about economic development. The state gave the money. Mm-hmm. And just like the parking garage, they're doing uh, the movie theater took place, they opened uh, the restaurant and the eatery there in, in the Fondren, and they gave the state gave the twenty million dollars to assist to help. We're not using Hines County money to assist, but uh, a bunch of us got together, made a proposal. We was able to get it done. Twenty million dollars for a parking garage in the Fondren district, right behind the old Capri Theater. It's going to be beautiful. All right, talk with David L. Archie. We have Rob on the line. Hey, Rob. Hello. Hello. You on there? Hey, uh, I just wanted to add a quick comment about the road repairs. Um, I, I think something needs to be done about the quality of the repairs that are done, too. I mean, that's not really money well spent, you know, when the repairs are are as bad or worse than the the uh, you know, the potholes or whatever it is that they're trying to repair in the street. Absolutely. I, I agree with you, and, and, and we've been talking about that for a long time in terms of the uh, quality of material that is being used. And, and the other thing, sir, I, I would say to you, 
I've been trying to get this board to understand one thing. We, we need a group of people that are going out every day fixing potholes. That is all they do. We need people going out every day cutting grass. We need people going out every day picking up debris. We need all of these different groups that um, uh, got one or two jobs to get done every day. Right now, we're pulling people from uh, working on potholes to cutting grass, from cutting grass to putting down coverage and working on infrastructure. It makes absolutely no sense. And so if I have to continue to fight and ask the people to get behind me so we can do something that makes a lot of sense to take care of the citizens of Hines County, that is what's going to be done. You know what you should do, Dave? At the Vern Gavin and Cradell and, and, and Buddy Bynum and, and Bobcat get their little economic development, you ought to apply for a loan on behalf of District 2 to buy the damn equipment from them. Let them give you the good rates that's going to make all this economic development happen. Let's see if they give it to you. I think that's a great idea, Ken. I think it's a great idea. And see, then that's all Dave is saying. Look, guys, let's buy the equipment so we can have a crew for cutting grass. We can have a crew for putting fill in the potholes. And you're right about that. If they just go out every day and see the new potholes that's been created. Who do we have? Hey, Steve. Steve. Hey, bud. Hey. I have a question for David. Go right ahead, sir. David, would you run for a Benny Thompson seat if he gave it up? It would, it would certainly be a thought. Um, I believe that, um, you know, he came from the same seat that I'm sitting in. It's probably one of the most important uh, seats on the Hines County Board of Supervisors. We cover more area, seven different municipalities, uh, including the city of Jackson. And so it's, uh, it's a pretty popular seat. So uh, I, w- I would take a look at it. Uh, I wouldn't say that I'm going to commit myself to doing anything like that. I really want to continue committing myself to getting Hines County District 2 up to par. Um, that that was my goal coming in, and that's what I'm going to get up and go and do every single day of my life until I see some results. And 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 here's the question: if if you if Benny gives up the ghost or retires, and you are elected. Will you take that same attitude to Washington? Absolutely. I was just recently in D.C. speaking to um, Senator Wicker as well as Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith. I was the um, only one, perhaps, uh, from Hines County to go over and speak with them, and we had a great sit-down and had great conversation. Their concern is infrastructure and crime in this capital city, as well as this capital county. And yes, yes, sir, I, I would do the, have the same attitude. Steve, we're up against a break, bud. Appreciate you. We'll be right back. Thank you, buddy. Bye. Oh. All right, folks, we're back. The final few minutes, David, you're going to have another two minutes. Two well, and a half minutes. I, I, was, I was just saying to you, you know, I just showed you the video that where I had conversation with Senator Sidney Hyde-Smith as well as Roger Wicker, and they're supporting getting crime under control, and getting infrastructure They fixed. want meaningful programs, Rose. something that would actually, uh, the money would do what it's supposed to do. Absolutely. And, and so I can just say to all the citizens of Hines County, I don't just work for Hines County District 2. I'm committed. I can't do it all overnight. I know there are some folks out there saying, well, when are you going to get to me? 
we're coming. We're going to do the best that we can. I just showed um, um, Kim Wade the entire list of roads and bridges and streets that need to be repaired and fixed and covers being put down. This is stuff that affects people. Quality of life. Flooding. Quality of life. Parks and all that stuff. So um, um, just give me an opportunity to keep working. I'm going to keep working. I'm going to ask the right questions, and I would like to have an atomized accountability of your tax dollars every single time. And, you know, this is what I'm going to be asking from Vern Gavin, Bobcat, and Cradell, and Buddy Bynum. So if I submit an application for funds from your organization, I want the same criteria that you're getting from the Board of Supervisors to get $4 million dollars when I ask for 100000 okay? I ain't got no plans. I ain't got nothing written down. I just come in there on riding on booty and say, hey, man, give me $4 million. You know I'm good for it. I love black people. No. I'm going to see how you're going to treat me, buddy. Buddy. Billy. Whatever his name is. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to the Kim Wade Show podcast. Tune in daily from 4 to 6 p.m. live on 103.9 WYAB in Jackson, Mississippi for the live and current Kim Wade Show. You can call in at 601-879-0002. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Kim Wade Show.